Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your favorite fat boy, Ray Ray, coming at you with another fat boy takes. Yo, your boy has been really busy. I have not potted. I'm just gonna be honest, you know, ever since I got married, I've just been doing a lot of shit. Um, I might just be transparent with you guys. I've also been working like 12 hours every single day for like a month and a half since like the last pod. So I haven't really wanted to do one because I've just been so fucking tired. But now I have time. Well, I have time today. I don't know when I'll do another one. So sorry, my buddy Salvador. Uh, thank you for listening, though, bud. I appreciate it. And you're always telling me to get on my shit. So pod today for you, brother. Um, but yeah, today we're going to talk about some NBA. We're going to talk about the Lakers a lot and the Celtics a lot. Uh, I feel that these two teams should be way better than they actually are. Uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about teams that i'm surprised about right now that are doing well like the bulls uh, the bulls really caught me off guard i thought the bulls would have fell off already they still haven't fallen off um yeah a lot of stuff to talk about today um also we're gonna talk a little bit about the nfl like how like we're just gonna go over the playoff picture i'm gonna be honest i'm not really gonna talk a lot in depth about it because the playoff picture is pretty much set it is what it is like if anything just the scene is gonna change Every team that's like basically there, it's pretty much locked in already. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Let's get into this bitch. All right, so here we go. Let's get into the NBA talk real fast. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I did not think the Bulls was gonna be as good as they are right now. I don't know if I'm gonna end up being a fool on this one or not, but we're gonna see. I am very impressed by the Bulls. Lonzo Ball is playing well, shooting the three ball well, he's defending well. Demar Derozan is having an All Star season. I mean, an MVP season. Let me. Take that back. So I have a feeling like that this team has potential. But to me, I feel like this team is a regular season team and the playoffs are just going to get smoked. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like all those dudes are DeMar DeRozan. We already know shrinks in the playoffs. I don't expect it to change. It's always the same thing with that dude has a good season. Then he just shits the bed in the playoffs. Lonzo ain't never been to the playoffs, so we don't know what he can do. Um, Zach Levine, I don't, we don't know what he can do either. He's never been to the playoffs. We'll see if he answers the bell once he gets there. But the Bulls are playing well right now. Uh, second seed in the East, so I'm really impressed by that team. We're going to see if I'm wrong, like in another 20 games. Um, the Brooklyn Nets are doing what they do. We already knew the Brooklyn Nets was the best team in the East. Uh, that Patty Ingles pickup looking very good. Uh, they, they still don't have Joe Harris, so that team's going to get even better when they get Joe Harris back. Uh, they're supposedly saying that Kyrie's going to come back, but who knows? Nobody knows. That dude's a fucking weirdo. He can keep burning his fucking sage in the arena like a fucking bozo, not like it's going to fucking do anything. Um, yeah, but, uh, I'm surprised that the Nets are playing so well, even without Kyrie. Uh, the team looks super solid, so big ups to them because I did not think they would be as good. Well, I knew they were going to be good, but I didn't think they would have the number one overall seed. But to be fair, the Bucks were injured for a couple of games. I know they didn't have uh, Chris Middleton. I know Giannis was out a couple of games. It was just like Drew by himself. Uh, he kept him afloat. He has him at the third seed right now. Uh, so far, I've been right about the Miami Heat. Everybody was gassing the Miami Heat. And I, was literally, I literally said that I'm not gassing this fucking team. I don't trust this fucking team. And so far, I'm right. They're a fourth seed. They're not a top seed. Well, I guess the fourth seed would be a top seed, but I, I still don't trust this team. I definitely do not trust the Wizards. I'm going to say that now. 
The Cavaliers will probably make the playoffs. I'm impressed by the Cavaliers. That rookie, Mobley, is balling. Uh, big ups to him. That's a big reason this team is good. They all they also playing very well together. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, they kind of struggling right now without Ben. Um, and I'm impressed with the Hornets. They're 15 and 13. I don't know if they're going to be able to make the playoffs or not because I have the feeling that the Hawks are going to get it together and the Boston Celtics are going to get it together. A team I am disappointed in as well as the Knicks the Knicks uh I don't understand what's going on with that team I just hear uh their star player complaining a lot that he's not getting foul calls and it's just like Julius shut the fuck up and play bro you you better than that stop complaining about fouls um that team's struggling I don't know what's going on with that team that team was a top four seed last year that team plays hard. There's no excuse for that team. And that Kemba pickup is looking... Well, it's terrible. It's a, it was a terrible pickup. Uh, Kemba actually didn't help him at all. Um, they literally benched that dude already. So I don't I don't know what's going on with that. So, yeah. He's on the bench right now currently. Not in the rotation. Uh, kind of like, uh, you know, the Boston Celtics fans kind of told you that you kind of like... We're overpaying that dude. Well, you also overpaid Evan, but whatever. It is what it is, you know. The Celtics have a better record than you currently. And you guys thought you made the the right pickups, but I, obviously you didn't. Um, that's pretty much it for, like, the NBA tag. It's like, I don't got a lot to talk about. Like, about the, come on. The teams in the, in the East are doing what they're supposed to. Now let's talk about the teams in the West. Dude, the Warriors, best team in the NBA. Followed by the Suns. I did not expect the Suns to be this good. That's another team. Like, I thought they were going to be good. I was like, okay, th top three C. But to be hanging with the Warriors at 21-4 and four is very, very impressive to me. Um, the thing that's crazy about the Warriors to me, they still don't have Clay back. They still don't have their center back. Um, this team's just going to get better once they get those dudes back. This team's even going to get nastier. So, I... And... Up to now, Curry is the league MVP. Curry is currently the leader to win the MVP. So if he keeps having, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, that man is going to win the MVP, and it's going to be unanimous. It's it is what it is. Unanimous MVP Curry this year. If he keeps playing the way he does, I know there's still a lot of basketball left. There's only 25 games, but you know, in like. 10 what 10 more games 15 more games it's the all-star break and then you have another 20 games like like another 42 games what the all-star breaks like at 50 games so basically like if he keeps playing like this up until the all-star break he, the the award is is um also the suns are playing well without Devin booker they just be, they murdered the celtics last night even though the celtics are playing like garbage right now they still showed up and whooped that ass um, I'm not really, like the Jazz, I, I knew the Jazz would be a top four team. I'm impressed by the Grizzlies. I did not think the Grizzlies would be as good as they are right now. They whooped the Lakers the other night. I gotta, I gotta give my hats off to the Clippers as well. The Clippers are literally playing without PG-13 right now and still winning. They beat Boston. Even though Boston's out, they still took care of business with no PG-13, literally with all role players. They won that game, so good job to them. I was at that game. The Celtics literally broke my fucking heart. Fucking bombs. Um, and the Lakers, this team's surprising. This team's supposed to be the best team in the West here. This team is... Uh, 
14 and 13 with three all-stars. There's there's no excuse for that. But we'll get into that later on. Um, the Dallas Mavericks at 12 and 13 are the seventh seed. The Denver Nuggets at are 12 and 13th as the eighth seed. Like, what's going on? It's like the, the West is like the old East now. The East is like super competitive. Everybody has a winning record. Like every every everything's separated by like three or four wins, except for like the one seed and two seed. Uh, seeds three to like eight are all separated by like two or three wins. So the East is very, very competitive this year. It might just be better than the West. And yes, I can say that because there's only two really, re- three really, really good teams in the West. And that's it. Everybody else is just kind of like the whole thing's up for grabs. You have two teams that are below 500 in the playoffs right now. That's like I said, it's how the East used to be. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it for like the basketball talk. Uh, let's get into the Lakers and Celtics. Like, what's going on with those two teams? Because, like, let's be honest, like, the NBA is always better when those two teams are better. First, let's talk about the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers should definitely be better than they are. The problem with that team is I said it since the beginning, since the beginning, that that team was not going to be able to defend. That it was all going to have to be up to Anthony Davis erasing their shitty-ass defense in the perimeter which the dude has been like, nobody can say that he has not been doing what he's supposed to do. Because there's a lot of people on these LA, LA, the LA media over here trying to get on that man's ass, saying that he's not doing enough. How, how is a dude that is scoring 24 points and averaging 11 rebounds not doing enough? That's literally insane. How can how can you say that? And then to top it off, he's like a number three in the league in blocks. That's a stat that all those people keep leaving out. That he is number three currently in the league in blocks. That is literally saying what... It's literally disproving the bullshit you guys are all saying. That he's not doing enough. If you're really expecting this kid... Well, he's not a kid. He's like 27 now. But if you're really expecting this man... To go out there and drop 30 points every night and grab 11 rebounds every night and average like four to three blocks a game. You're fucking nuts. It's, but it's, I hate to say it, but that basketball is a team sport. Like he, this dude is not going to. He also has two other superstars on his team. He has LeBron James on his team. What is LeBron doing? Is Can LeBron not defend anymore? Well, yeah, LeBron can't defend anymore. He's old. He can't stay in front of anybody. That's the issue with this team. It's literally what I said since the beginning of the season, that they were not going to be able to defend those guards, those wings. It's happening. They're getting towards them perimeter. They're expecting Anthony Davis to save them, and it's, it's, just, not, it's just not fair to that poor kid. Like, you literally, like, Come on, dude. The kid literally, what, against OKC like a month ago, the kid fucking puked out his lungs and was like, all right, dude, I'm going back in. My team needs me. Like, that dude is doing, literally doing everything he can to get, to catch a W. And you have the media shitting on the kid, like telling him he needs to do more. What, a, what, a, what the fuck did you bring Russell Westbrook here to do? Like, yeah, Russ is scoring 24 points, getting 10 boards, 10. Dude, I'm just going to say this shit straight up. Russell Westbrook is the king of getting triple doubles and fucking losing. The king of getting triple doubles and losing. Same shit with Luka. 
Those two dudes are the kings of getting triple doubles and taking a fucking L. Those two dudes are the fucking kings of that shit. Um, how are you losing? Also, the Lakers shooting is fucking terrible. That's like that's another issue. Like you brought in a dudes that you brought in a, a fucking point guard that can't shoot from the perimeter. We already we already knew. I don't understand why people thought Russ was gonna all all of a sudden magically be able to shoot. If Russ cannot get in the paint, Russ is fucking useless, especially if his jumper's not falling. But it, we already knew this, and then we already know LeBron's not a great shooter either. Like I don't I don't understand like why so like I'm not surprised by this record. What I'm surprised is that the defense is so bad. Like I didn't like I like I knew the defense was going to be bad, but I did not know the defense was going to be this fucking terrible that you're giving up a hundred plus every game. It just doesn't make any sense. Like these dudes, yes, I get they're old, but like are they really that old that they cannot defend the perimeter at all? Like Jesus, man. But like I said, for me, I feel for this team to turn it around. I don't think anybody's going to trade them players. They're going to have to find a way to stop these young dudes. I don't know how they do it because they're not going to get younger. I think maybe Kendrick Nunn, when he gets healthy, you put him in the starting lineup. THT came back and it's still the same thing. This defense is still bad. Bad. Uh, a lot of people thought THT was going to help a lot. Ariz is still not back, so who knows? But it's like I've been saying since the beginning, I don't know if Ariza can defend at a high level. So there's like a lot of issues with this team. Like They're going to have to figure it out because I don't know if Ariza is going to be able to help them like everybody thinks. To me, the dudes that need to start playing better defense is going to have to be Russ and LeBron and then THT and Nunn is going to have to be in the starting lineup for this team to be successful. The other dudes have been starting. Obviously, the defense is bad. It's not working out. You got to make, they got to adjust, make these adjustments now moving forward. Or else basically this season's pretty much going to be a throwaway season for this team. Because I hate to say it, Anthony Davis is not to blame for the Lakers problems. It's the, the fucking dudes that cannot guard the perimeter. Melo, come on, man. Yeah, they brought Melo. Like, what was Melo going to do? Melo's been a garbage defender his whole career. I just don't understand. Like, I don't know, man. I get what the Lakers are going for. Like, you know, the whole, you know, let's bring in these veterans. These veterans are going to, you know, they're going to, they're just going to magically fall in line and do everything that they're told, which they, it seems like they are, but they just can't defend. They're just too old. Like, they're getting torched by these young kids. Anthony Davis is over here fucking trying to do what he can. And then he's getting shit on by the media. It doesn't make any sense. You need LeBron to step up on defense. You need Russ to start playing better defense. Russ has never been a good defender. He needs to step that shit up. Him and LeBron need to help AD out. Because AD is playing top tier defense the dude is averaging like four blocks a game he's like number three in the league in blocks it's like i said every person in the media leaves out that stat everybody just like oh he's averaging 24 and 11 we need him to score 30 points and get like 15 rebounds dude the dude is literally averaging 24 and 11 which is amazing stats 
And he's averaging like three to four blocks a game. What else can the dude possibly do? The dude's literally doing everything he can to get a W. It's like, and and if you're watching the game, you literally see that that them being bad on the defensive end is affecting his game because he's having to work so hard on defense. Like it's it's shitting on his offensive game. He he has what the lowest three point percentage in the league. The boy's tired. You got the boy doing everything. Like, come on. The media needs to shut the fuck up and leave that kid alone. He's doing what he's supposed to do. They need to get on LeBron's fucking ass and Westbrook's ass. Bums playing garbage-ass defense, getting torched by everybody. Like, those are the two dudes that the media needs to come after. Those dudes. Russ and LeBron. They got to play better defense. And they got to... I think they got to make those tweaks to the... To the lineup, I don't, I don't, they got to make, THC has to start playing better on defense as well. I think Kendrick Nunn's going to have to be moved to that starting lineup. I think that starting lineup's going to, should, should be, um, it's going to have to be, well, LeBron, Russ, Nunn, um, THT, and then Davis. Davis has to play center. I know Davis doesn't like to play center, but the team is at his best when he's playing center. He's just going to have to sack up and do it, dude. I know he doesn't like it, but he's going to have to do it. For this team to turn around, none, THT, LeBron, Westbrook, and AD, that's going to have to be the starting lineup moving forward. Once none comes back from injury, that has to be the lineup going forward. It is what it is. That has to be the lineup um, I think that's the only way this team finds any success. Um, but whatever, we'll see. Um, now let's talk about the seas. Oh my god, the seas are a disaster right now. First and foremost, like I don't understand this coach. Like, I like he he doesn't make sense to me. How have you played twenty five games and you haven't made any adjustments to the rotation? Like, there's no way. Like, this is what you Celtics fans wanted. This, I'm going to say it. Like, a lot of you crybaby ass fucking Celtics fans fucking wanted this shit. You got what you wanted and look what's happening. Y'all would shit on Brad Stevens all the time for messing with the lineups. And, dude, now we have a dude that hasn't made any adjustments to the lineups. And we keep taking fucking L's. Like, dude, the starting lineup, to me, should have been simple from the beginning. The starting five should have been straight up like uh, Jason Tatum, uh, Dennis Schroeder, Jalen Brown, Al Horford playing the five, and Marcus Smart playing point. Um, to me, I don't understand how that's not the lineup he rolls with every night. Like, I know JB's been injured, but you can't even put Josh Richardson in that lineup. I just don't understand it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. We don't have shooting, but, you know, you have Richardson just sitting there. Like, Richardson's a shooter. You can throw Richardson in the starting lineup as well. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I know JB's been injured, but, like, not to make any adjustments at all. And then you're rolling with two bigs. Like, you literally take it. We have, we have, I don't get me wrong. I love Robert Williams, but Robert Williams cannot spread the floor. Like, you cannot play that dude with Al Horford. You need to play Al Horford at center, sit Robert Williams' ass on the bench, and just let Big Al pick and pop, do his shit, spread the floor with those other dudes that can shoot. And also, I don't understand how he's not playing Peyton Pritchard and Aaron Naismith. That does not make any sense to me in the fucking world. Because 
That's like I said, Dennis Schroeder should be starting. Dennis Schroeder should not be coming off the bench. That's fucking dumb. I've said that since day one. The Celtics really, really need to play Smart, Schroeder, Brown, Tatum, Horford. That needs to be the starting lineup coming off the bench. You can stagger. You can keep Smart on the floor with Pritchard and Naismith. And then you go from there. You also have Ernest Counter. You bring Robert Williams off the bench. It's, it's, I don't understand like what he's trying to do here. Like, it's stupid that he's not playing Peyton Pritchard. Brandon Pritchard, we all know, is a fucking baller. The kid almost shot 50, 40, 90 last year. You literally have one of your best shooters on the bench not playing. What sense does that make? Like, the kid shot 50, 40, 90 last year. He almost shot 50, 40, 90 last year. He he just missed it because I guess he he shot like 88% from the, from the free throw line or some shit. The dude's a 50, 40, 90 dude. Like, how do you have this dude on the bench? And then Naismith was the best shooter in his draft class. How do you have this dude on the bench? It just doesn't make sense. Like, you, and then you're going to wait 25 games to adjust anything? Like, to me, that just doesn't make any sense. Why, why are you going to wait 25 games? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, dude, you, you got to try to... This is the NBA. You got to try to get as many wins as possible. You can't be waiting no 25 games to to make changes to the lineup. You do that shit immediately. Oh, this shit ain't working. I, I used it for six games. It's not working. Let's plug somebody else in, see if this works better. That's the thing I give to Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens was never, ever afraid to fuck with the starting lineup. He would find what works, and he would keep it. I'm has not figured that out. Also, I'm gets out coached a lot. I've noticed that. Um, he has to stop saying all this bullshit in the media and fix his fucking rotations. He has to get this team in line. So that's the first thing. We need I'm to start coaching these boys better, fix his rotations, figure out what works and what does not work. Because... That's like I said, you have to you have a 50-40-90 candidate dude sitting on the bench at Prayton Pritchard. You have the best shooter in his draft sitting on the bench, not getting any minutes. That just does not make any sense. Those are two players that can literally space the floor for you. That just doesn't I don't understand that. Maybe he's not big on the young dudes like Brad was, because Brad was a big like he he was not afraid to play the young dudes. Maybe I should take a page out of Brad Stevens' book and play these young kids. Um, like I said, it's 27 games already. It's like we're getting to that point. Like once it's the 40-game mark, it's fucking do or die, bud. Like everything's going to get harder. And mind you, every Celtic fan knew that December was going to be a tough month. We all knew. We're not idiots. We all looked at the schedule. As soon as we saw the first week of December, which was it was Jazz, it was Lakers, Clippers, um, and then Suns for this road trip. To me, there is no excuse for losing that Clippers game. The Clippers games literally had not a single all-star on the floor, and we lost that game. There no, there's no excuse for that. It's just like, how how is it that it's already 25 games and you're still having slow starts? Like, what? And it's like, Jason Tatum has literally had 
four 30-point games, and we've lost every single game except for the fucking Sixers game. He didn't have a 30-point game then, but how do you lose when Tatum drops 30 points? Jason Tatum dropped 14 straight points on the Lakers, and they lost that game. And then against the Clippers, he had another 30-bomb. They lost that game. Like, I understand the Suns game. You know, obviously, that seems like the second-best team in the NBA, but, like, to lose to the Clippers and Lakers is very winnable game. So you got blown out by the Lakers. A team they blew out when they played at home. Like, I don't know. Just, I don't know. He has to figure it out. He has to do what he has to do. Because right now, it's looking like the coach. This coach ain't it. Either he fucking turns it around. He figures it out. Because you got to figure it out. That's all I got to say. The whole team has to figure it out together too. Like, I feel like. A lot of these dudes are not like, I don't, like, it's hard to tell, like, with them if they give a shit or not. Like, there's games that they play super hard, and then there's just games that they just, like, showed up and expecting to win. Like, I feel like that Clipper game, they're like, oh, fucking PG's out. I'm just going to, we're, we're going to win this game. Like, they got nothing but scrubs on the floor. We're going to win. Hell no. Nah, you, you let a fucking rookie named Boston Jr. drop 24 points on you and hand you an L. should be fucking embarrassed. Fucking embarrassed. I was at that game and I was just like, oh my God, dude. I was fucking embarrassed. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. It is what it is. So that's, that's what I think needs to happen. I think they need to change that starting rotation. And they need to play Pritchard and Naismith more. Because there's two shooters right there. I guess this dude just needs to stop being afraid to play these young kids and just do it. Just needs to go for it. Also, mind you, I have a feeling like when Jalen Brown comes back, it's going to fix a lot of things. But it's going to look, this is what's going to happen when he comes back. It's going to fix a couple of things at the beginning. Like, you know, they're going to start winning again. And then these same issues are going to come back. Like, He's going to stop playing the young kids. Like, he just needs to play these kids. These dudes are good players. They can, they're can. shooters. There's two There's two dudes that are shooters on your bench that you refuse to play. It doesn't make sense. We know Schroeder's not a good three-point shooter. And that's another thing that kills me watching this team. They have so many dudes that can get to the basket, and they don't go to the basket. They just start chucking up threes. Like, I'm tired of seeing Marcus. Uh, like, I love Marcus Smart. Don't get me wrong. But I'm tired of seeing Marcus Smart check up a fucking three-point ball with 15 seconds on the fucking clock. Dude, you're not a great fucking three-point shooter. You got to stop thinking you're that fucking dude because you're not that fucking dude. You got to chill the fuck out and run shit. Also, it feels like they don't run any plays. I don't know. It's just like a lot of iso ball. It's just a lot of, I don't know, like a lot of dudes trying to get their stats, like, this team just needs to figure out how to play good team basketball, move the ball left to right, just get open shots and make them. That's it. Plain and simple. Enough of the fucking NBA talk. It's getting me salty. The Celtics are fucking garbage. The Lakers are fucking garbage. Doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, there's no excuse for both of these teams to be playing as bad as they are. These teams are way better. I have a feeling, though, that that they're going to turn it around. I have a feeling that both of these teams will have the potential to end up as a top three seed if they can get it together. Um, especially the Celtics in the East because, like, everything's so jam-packed. Like, there's, like, six wins away. Nice little six-game winning streak. You're already there. 
The Lakers, on the other hand, are going to have a harder time because 21 and 4, 21 and 4, 18 and 7, they're 14 and 13. So, but I think if the Lakers, the Lakers just figure it out, I think they can end up a top three seed, but I don't know. I, I don't, I know, I know, and a lot of people are saying the Lakers are going to be a play in team. I don't think uh, the Lakers will be a play in team at worst. I think the Lakers will finish as a fourth or fifth seed. Like, there's no excuse for that team not to be at least a top five seed. I don't, they're better than the Mavericks. Uh, mind you, Denver right now is injured, super, super injured. Literally, Joe Keek is having to go beast mode. Uh, 29 points, fucking 15 rebounds to win a game. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Denver is going to get better once they get Jamal back. But who knows? Because literally they get one player back and then they lose another guard. It's insane. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much it for the NBA talk. Enough about the fucking trash Lakers and Celtics. They're playing so garbage. Let's get into the NFL. All right, all right, let's get into the NFL talk. No more NBA talk. Disappointed in the C's, you know, garbage cans. Now, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the Patriots would be the number one team in the in the AFC, I would have told you you're fucking crazy. I did say that if there were a team we were going to have to look out for because of Belichick. So that was cool. I was kind of right about that. But I did not expect this team to be the number one seeded team in the AFC right now. So big ups to them. Mac Jones is showing that he's the real deal. So Belichick. Congratulations on drafting that dude. Looks like you got yourself a real one. But just, dude, the Pats defense is lights out. My boy has them in fantasy, and them dudes are killing it every week. This is the number one defense in the NFL right now. Obviously, that's a big part of why they're winning. Also, Mac Jones is playing very well, so that's helping a lot. Um, it's impressive. And then they got their run game going right now, too. So that's that's a big part of their success. The defense, the run game. Mac Jones, we already know if you're gonna if you have a top defense in the NFL, you're gonna win games no matter what. As long as your offense is not super trash, you're gonna win games. Obviously, right now the, their offense is pretty good. The defense is the best in the league. That's why they're the leaders of the AFC. Tennessee is the team I thought was gonna fall off once Derrick Henry got injured. And again, the defense is playing well. The offense is playing well enough to win games. Um, so basically, like, the playoff picture right now, basically, the the Pats get the bye, I'm assuming. Um, Tennessee would play the Bills. Uh, the Ravens would play the, the Bengals. And the Chargers would play the, the Chiefs. <coughs> to me, I feel like this. Like, I, I would, I... I really thought the Bills were going to be contenders this year. I don't know what's going on with the Bills, but they need to figure it out. To me, I have to me, it feels like them not having a running game is literally killing this team right now. Like I don't know. I know they tried drafting Zach Moss. It didn't work out. Devin Singletary's not working out. They need a running back. There is no way they're going to win in this league by just throwing the ball the whole time. You need to be able to do everything on offense now in the NFL. It's uh. It's like if the Bills do not get a running back, I don't know if they've... I'm just saying, Le'Veon Bell's a free agent right now. Throw a little bit of money at him and let's see how it goes. 
I don't. I personally don't think Le'Veon is washed. A lot of people say he's washed. I don't think the dude is washed. And he was a great pass catching back. I don't know. I think. And then this O line is good. I don't see why he wouldn't be able to run behind this O line. So I'm gonna say Le'Veon Bell's out there. Maybe he still has something left in the tank. It's not up to me. I'm not the GM. But if I'm a if I'm a Bills fan, I'm like demanding they try to go get this player. Um. The Baltimore Ravens eight and four. We already knew they were gonna make the playoffs. The Steelers are trash. Ben Roethlisberger literally on his last fucking cartilage of fucking elbow. Let's be honest. Ben needs to retire after this year, man. I hate to say it. Ben is fucking washed, washed, and he can't even get out the pocket. He's too old. He can't scramble anymore. Just let the dude retire already, please. Um. To me, I, I have a weird feeling again. I said it since the beginning like of the year that Kansas City was going to go to the fucking Super Bowl again. And I still feel that way. I feel like they're going to figure it out, which they have been figuring it out. And they're just going to start smoking everybody again. It's I don't know, man. I I personally, a lot of people think that Patrick Mahomes got figured out. I, I don't think so. I think that's bullshit. I think the kid's going to be fine. And this team's going to come out the AFC again. I just don't, I don't know why, I just have this gut feeling that they're going to fucking do it again. And to me, like, I don't know, the Bengals are impressed the shit out of me too. I didn't, like, Joe Mixon has been absolutely going off. Jamar Chase, going off. Joe Burrow, going off. So big ups to them, dude. Like, I did not expect them to to be, get, be so good so fast. Especially Joe Mixon, like, Let's be honest here. A lot of people shit on Joe Mixon over the years. Talk, talking about that he's like injury prone. But like, dude, the team sucked. Like, are you going to really try to risk your career when you're playing for a garbage team? That man got his bag and he started popping the fuck off. Um, it's just we got to give it credit where it's due. Like, I know Joe Mixon had a lot of haters. He signs and all the haters. Joe Mixon been a top back in the AFC for like the last three years, by the way. It's just that he's on a bad team, so everybody's like, oh, you know, he's on a bad team. Like, who cares? He's going to get his. The kid's balling, dude, and they're in the playoffs right now, so we can't say it, it, it was obviously him. Um, that defense isn't that good, though. That's the only problem with that team. That team gets carried by the offense. Um, And I got to give props to the Chargers, the 7-5 and five Chargers. This is a team that I picked at the beginning of the season to be like a sleeper team that makes some noise in the playoffs. Hopefully they prove me wrong because this defense is, is not trash, but the problem is they have trouble stopping the run. If you can run on them, it's a nightmare for these dudes. I don't know. They got to figure that out. They got time. They got like five games to figure it out. But like I said, to me, I feel that the Chiefs are going to figure it out and they're just going to go to the Super Bowl again. Uh, that's pretty much talk about. That's pretty much it for the AFC. Let's talk about the NFC. To me, the cards are ten and two. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think. I think this is a regular season thing. I don't think that this team has what it takes to win in the playoffs. JJ wants them for the season. Like to me, I think the team that's gonna make the, the Super Bowl again is the Buccaneers again. I said it since day one. The Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. And it's crazy. Because in the, the NFC is actually pretty pretty fucking garbage this year. Let's look at the playoff picture right now. So the Cardinals are the one seed. The Green Bay Packers are the two seed. The Bucks are the three seed. The Cowboys are the four seed. The Rams are the fifth seed. 
Washington is the fifth, is the sixth seed, and San Francisco is the seventh seed, and Minnesota is the eighth seed. So you're telling me that the Bucks are gonna play Washington if it stays like this. Green Bay would play the Niners, which the Niners gave them fits. They always give them fits. Who knows? That's a losable game for Green Bay. The Cowboys would play the Rams. Nuts. That's crazy. Three teams from the what? For so the Cardinals, the Rams, and the fucking Niners from the same division about to make the playoffs. That is fucking nuts. I've always said that was the hardest division in football. When all those teams are healthy and good, that's the hardest division in football. And obviously, it's true. They literally have three playoff teams in the NFC. Um, because that division is literally fucking legit. Um, but to me, I feel like the people, the team that's gonna come out on top and make it out the NFC is gonna be the Bucks. Fucking, they're gonna find a way to fucking get it done. Also. The Rams kind of, like, disappointed me all of November. They couldn't win a single game in November. Like, this team should be way better. They got another good pass rusher in Von Miller. Von Miller is not washed at all. So, I don't know what the hell is going on with that squad. Stafford didn't has not played so well. He did not play like well the month of November. But we all know Matthew Stafford's a good QB. He's better than Jared Goff. We all know that. The Also, the reason I say the Cardinals, like, I don't see, like, the Cardinals, like, Winning at all is because I don't. I think that defense is gonna just buckle in the playoffs. Um, and to me, like a defense that stepped up a lot is the Packers defense. I think that defense is good enough to get them to the Super Bowl. Same with the Buccaneers. Those are the two teams to me that are the most dangerous. Also, if Tampa loses Antonio Brown, that's a big loss though, because Brady does go to him a lot. So we'll see. But then again, there's still a lot of football to play, though. There's still five games. Like, all these teams can literally start either playing worse or better. Like, the Cowboys started playing bad. That's a thing. Like, ever since that stupid COVID, what, Amari got COVID. Literally, oh, my God. I don't, I don't even, even want to start talking about that team right now. Fuck them. They're my team, but I don't want to talk about them. All right, y'all. That's pretty much it for today's pod. I'm just going to end it here because, like, I really don't have much to talk about no more. Um, I hope you guys all have a great day. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to do a pod in the next week or two. Uh, everybody, take care. Follow me on social media. My Twitter's fat at uh, fatboytakes. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'll catch you this later. Peace out.